This episode of the Children's Literature Podcast is brought to you by a very cool pair of sunglasses. Cool sunglasses. We might all have some over the years, but Jackie O's will always be the coolest. Welcome to the Children's Literature Podcast. We're your hosts, Chloe Townsend and TQ Townsend. This is an interview with Ronnie Diamondstein. Co-host Chloe and I recently had the chance to interview Ronnie Diamondstein, the author of Jackie and the Books She Loved. This is a non-fiction picture book about Jacqueline Bouvier Onassis Kennedy, who was the First Lady of the United States from 1961 to 1963. The book was illustrated by Bats Langley, and it focuses on Jackie's lifelong relationship with reading, writing, and publishing books. This year, the podcast is focusing on historical fiction, but real history is even better than fiction. March is also Women's History Month, so we are very happy to talk about Jackie and help celebrate. Children can learn so much from studying Jackie's life. She was a hard worker with a deep sense of honor and duty, and did her best to make things better wherever she was. Her first husband, President John F. Kennedy, understood this. When the first couple made a diplomatic trip to France, he introduced himself as the man who accompanied Jacqueline Kennedy to Paris. Ronnie Diamondstein is a school librarian, teacher, journalist, and author who hails from Jackie's home state of New York. As a little girl, she admired America's most famous first lady, and I'm so glad that she wrote this book because it was the perfect way to introduce Jackie to my own daughter. What did you think of Jackie and the books she loved, Chloe? I loved it. Jackie was such an impressive person. Even when she was a kid, she was already a writer. When she was my age, she wrote this poem, which Ronnie included in her book. When I go down by the sandy shore, I can think of nothing I want more than to live by the booming blue sea. As the seagulls flutter round about me, I can run about when the tide is out. With the wind and the sand and the sea all about. And the seagulls are swirling and diving for fish. Oh, to live by the sea is my only wish. Make sure you check out the show notes where we've put lots of information about the children's books that Jackie helped to edit and publish. You can also learn more about Ronnie Diamondstein and Bats Langley who have done such an outstanding job bringing Jackie's passion for reading to life. And now, here's our interview with Ronnie Diamondstein. Today we are joined by Ronnie Diamondstein, the author of Jackie and the Books She Loved, a new illustrated book about Jackie Bouvier, Bouvier Kennedy, Kennedy Onassis. That's a lot of names, isn't it? We'll find out why. She was the First Lady of the United States from 1961 to 1963, but she really shouldn't have been known for that because she did so many other impressive things. 
This is the first time we featured a nonfiction book on the show, but I really wanted to bring it in because I think it nicely tells the story of a woman that all children should know about. And it's about her relationship with books, from reading and writing them to overseeing their publication. Ronnie, thank you for being our guest on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Chloe and Tiffany. And I'm really honored and thrilled that um, you would have me here with my nonfiction book because nonfiction is really a wonderful genre. And as a, having been a school librarian for 34 years, I know how much kids like nonfiction and we need good nonfiction books. So thank you. A lot of kids have probably never heard of Jacqueline Bouvier Kennedy Onassis. Can you briefly explain who she was? So Jacqueline Bouvier Kennedy Onassis first became well known because she was the wife of President John F. Kennedy, who became the president, as you mentioned, in he was inaugurated in 1961. And she really changed the role of the first lady. She was very uh, well-educated and really cared about culture. And when she was a little girl, she was always reading and she was aware of a lot of things, especially aesthetics. So she did a renovation of the White House and that they ultimately televised on, actually it was on Valentine's Day. She wore a beautiful red suit. I remember seeing that as a child because I was eight years old when President Kennedy was um inaugurated. And she also started, there's now a White House Historical Association. The other things that she did as the First Lady, they hosted a lot of dinners and she invited artists, dancers. They had uh, ones on liter literary people come and she really raised the bar as to the cultural aspect of the White House. So that's what she was famous for. And then, of course, when, unfortunately, President Kennedy was assassinated on November 22nd in 1963, she led the nation in mourning. And, you know, considering that her husband was just killed, she did an amazing job. She contacted the Library of Congress to find out how Lincoln, also a fallen leader, what his funeral was like, and she modeled a lot of things about that. She was a beautiful woman, so later on, a lot of people paid attention to her fashion and everything. She had two children, Caroline Kennedy and John F. Kennedy Jr. Caroline's the ambassador to Australia from our country. And then, of course, ultimately, which a lot of people don't know, she became a book editor. But what she was really famous for was as the wife and the first lady of the United States. Tell us about why it was important to you to write a book about Jackie. I was eight years old when President Kennedy became the president. And I remember I was very interested in in what he would do. I listened to the inauguration and his inaugural address where he said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. And that really made an impact on my life. I used to come home from school and watch his press conferences. And then I really lived my life in doing a lot of service-related things. I was always involved in extra community things. I was a teacher and school librarian for 34 years. 
And then I was very involved, of course, in my own community now. And I always admired her. I thought she lived such an amazing life. You know, she kept her own counsel. She was private about the things that she did. And she moved on after that. The other aspect of that, too, about why I wanted people to know about Jackie is reading was such an important part of her life. She learned to read when she was very little. She loved books. She also liked to write. And she had a job as an inquiring photographer where she would go around and ask people questions. So she was a journalist when President Kennedy was working on his Pulitzer Prize winning book, Profiles in Courage. She helped him with the research and wrote things down for him because he was recovering from a surgery. And she also encouraged her children to read and love poetry. When she was a little girl, she wrote poems with her grampy Jack Bouvier, her father's father. I felt like there was such an important part of her life that people should know about because a lot of people paid attention to, you know, she was beautiful, had beautiful clothes. She married um, someone else after President Kennedy died, who was very wealthy, and she traveled around the world, and people were always interested in her. Even though she didn't need to work, she decided at some point when her children were older, as I mentioned, that she wanted to do some work. And since she loved books, being an editor of books was a great job for her. And that leads to my next question, which is that first ladies of the United States often have their careers and their accomplishments overshadowed by the presidents that they're married to. So what are one or two things about Jackie that you think children should know that have nothing to do with that, who she's married to, or the beauty and the glamour and the travel? Well, I think that the important thing is she always had a book. You'll see lots of pictures of her where you see her reading. She wrote poetry. What she did with her children, which is in my books, is something that she did as a child. For family members' birthdays, she had to write a poem, and she had John and Caroline doing the same thing. And she encouraged them to read and write. And they did similar things like that for her when when they were kids. And actually, her daughter, Caroline Kennedy, has edited and compiled books of poetry. The one that I use that had one of Jackie's poems, Sea Joy, that she wrote as a child is in my book. She was 10 years old. And that's in The Best Love Books of Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis, a book that Caroline did. And Caroline also uh, has a couple of other children's books of poetry that were published. Reading and how reading can influence your life. I mean, it was a thread through her life and it brought her a lot of joy and, and that she shared with her children and other people. And I think that's what's important, not who she was married to or what clothes she wore or what sunglasses she had on. She really loved books and was interested in a lot of different things. I know as a school librarian, I always ask kids to make a connection. Do they have something, you know, maybe they don't write poetry, but do they have something they do with their grandparents or someone in their family like Jackie would do with her grampy Jack? They had a house on Eastern Long Island in the Hamptons, and he used to write editorials for the Hampton Star, and 
he would read them to her and ask her to critique them as a child. I think that there was so much more to her than just being a fashion icon. And uh, that's something that I felt was important. And also, I think it's important for children to know about a lot of the first ladies. You know, they're a partner to the president in so many ways. And they're like, almost like a sometimes a surrogate for them, too. And often they have a lot of influence. And if you look back at a lot of the first ladies, and I think Jackie had a lot of influence on her husband. I really do. Well, and it's been important to me. I mean, part of why I chose this book, I'll admit, was um, selfishly personal is that because, you know, we have a mixed British American family and we live in England. And so I have to go out of my way to make sure that my children are growing up learning about all the important American things. And I've been going out of my way to tell Chloe about amazing first ladies. And one thing that came to mind when I was reading your book is how much I'd love to see you write a book about Dolly Madison. So nudge, nudge. She was an amazing woman. And I think that she would make an excellent subject of interest. Just just throwing that out there. But you know. I, I appreciate that. You know, I did a um a program for the First Ladies Library in Canton and a legacy lecture. And they're all thrilled, you know, about the different first ladies. I am looking at some first ladies. The trick today with publishing children's books is you really have to have an interesting angle. You know, this book, I I didn't mention this, but I actually have been thinking about writing a book about Jackie since she passed away in 1994, which is almost 30 years ago. I actually first had an idea for a novel, and then I started interviewing people. I interviewed Ted Sorensen, who worked for President Kennedy, and then I also interviewed Margot Datz, who illustrated the children's books that Carly Simon wrote that Jackie edited. And when I was talking to Margot Datz about it, she said to me, you know, Ronnie, you should really write a children's book. So that was 30 years ago. And I said, you know, okay, that's a great idea because I am a children's librarian. So I did a lot of research on that. I have a huge collection of books and things from that period of time when she was the first lady and from her childhood. And I wrote like a chapter book and that I had trouble selling. So I didn't do anything for a while. But then about five years ago, I saw how nonfiction picture books were a big genre now. But you have to have like a good angle for example, this book is something unique about Jackie. It's not just about Jackie as the first lady, but it's about reading and books and such. So if you can think of a good angle for Dolly Madison, I'm happy to consider that. And, uh, you know, now I'll start thinking about it. And it's funny because somebody else mentioned Dolly Madison to me recently, too. So maybe I'm getting a, a message here. We'll help you brainstorm. Uh, she was a lot more popular than her husband when you're speaking of the influence, but we shouldn't get too far right. off track. Chloe has another question for you. Sure. Go ahead, Chloe. What does a book editor do? And what are some of the children's books Jackie edited? A book editor acquires books. They read manuscripts. Jackie was kind of a special book editor because I think partly the reason she was hired is she knew so many people and they would have her go out and try to ask people to write a book. 
For example, I happen to know that Barbara Streisand, the American actress, singer, director, who's a pretty famous person, she just wrote an autobiography. And she mentioned that when she was only 40, Jackie actually asked her about writing a book, but she didn't feel she wanted to do it then. Editors will go out and find people, but most editors, usually people's agents, those are people who represent authors and writers will send manuscripts to editors. Editors will read them, decide, you know, with a team if they want to publish the book. And then once an editor has a book that they're working on, they'll help make corrections in it. I'm sure, Chloe, in school, when you're doing writing, I, I have a feeling you're quite a good writer because you're good at asking questions, that when you're doing your writing, either your teacher or maybe you'll have a partner in class that you'll read your story to, and then they'll say, well, maybe you should change it to this. So that's what editors do. They make notes on the book, send it back to the writer, and then they walk the writer through the process of publishing. Like, for example, I had a wonderful editor, Nicole Frail at Sky Pony Book. She helped craft the book with me because it was a lot longer. And what we wound up having to do was cut a lot of the material that I had in the first draft of this that she saw. And then we put that in the back matter, which is my author's note at the end, where I have a lot of information that I really couldn't put into the narrative of the story. And so the editor also coordinates with children's books that are illustrated, will coordinate things with the illustrator. And as for Jackie's books, that children's books, I'm really glad you asked about that. This is one of them, Amy and the Dancing Bear, that Carly Simon, very famous American singer, songwriter, I'm sure Tiffany knows Carly Simon. And Margot Datz illustrated that. And then I have The Boy of the Bells was another Carly Simon book. And The Nighttime Chauffeur, which was... That was the last of the three that Carly did. And actually, I think what happened is Jackie knew Carly Simon. They both had homes on Martha's Vineyard. And I think at first she wanted Carly to write a book about herself, but then this developed. And I think it was more fun that she did that. And then a book that I always loved is The Three Golden Keys by Peter Cease. And Peter Cease is an award-winning illustrator and children's book author. He won the Hans Christian Andersen Award. I happen to know him because he does live near me. And this is a book about his childhood. And it was one of the last books that Jackie edited. What he said about her, which was interesting, and he also did a blurb at the back of my book, he said that she was she was a great editor and an angel of books and like an author's whisperer. He had such a great experience with her and how she came to do this book. He's an artist. He came from Czechoslovakia and he, this was in the 90s. And he painted eggs and she happened to see these eggs and she wanted to know the illustrator and she got in touch with him and then she had him do this children's book. Those are some of them. She also did a couple of other children's books. I don't have them. I don't even know if they're still available. One with Jelsey Kirkland, a children's book about ballet, which was something Jackie was very interested in. Did I explain editor well enough? Do you get the sense now? Kind of like the way producers and directors make a movie. Editors and their team make books. Right. 
it's a team because it's the illustrator and then there's designers and all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So would you want to be an editor? You think? Yeah. I think she's more of a writer and an illustrator. Actually, she spends so much of her time drawing. I have to tell her to stop and go to bed. And I'm always sad because I, I want her to keep drawing, but I also know that if she doesn't get sleep, I'm not doing my job as a mother. <laughs> Illustrating. That's so great, Chloe. Jackie had a lot of difficult moments in her life. And I understand why you left the toughest ones out of the book, because they're not part of the story of her passion for books, but they also just might be a bit much for children to deal with. How do you think those hard times would have affected her choices during her career as a book editor? Well, I really thought... and. Um... Give, giving this question a lot of thought. I don't know for sure. Um, a lot of her books were about things that she loved and the things she was interested in. She did edit a lot of books by women authors. I think I mentioned that in the book, you know, I think she was ahead of her time in that regard. She did do some interesting uh, like Joseph Campbell did a lot of work of, of mythology and she did a couple of his books. And then Bill Moyer's book, Healing of the Mind, about American life and things like that. But I'm not sure. She had so many, so many other interests. And like I said, a lot of things were about things that she loved. You know, she did Russian firebird folk tales and about czars of Russia and France in the time of the Louis Catours and such. So an eclectic group of things. So I'm not quite sure because I think I, I mentioned this before, she really kept her own counsel and, and everyone's life experiences influence things that happen to them. I think that makes sense. I, I gave you a bit of a stumper, I think. That was a tricky question. But then I guess even the inability to say anything for sure still tells us something because, like you said, she was a private person. She she chose to let her authors be out in the forefront. And so just the fact that she kept those things to herself and invested herself in her work, I think that still says something about her priorities, that she preferred to let her work speak for itself. And her private feelings are nobody's business. Right. You hit the nail on the head. And I think that's the story here. And one of the things that she was really wonderful about, and it's that she really wanted the author to be the star of the book. She stayed in the background. Some of her earlier books had her name on the, you know, edited by Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis, and that stopped after a while. But it's interesting now, a lot of times, like children's books and other books, it, they'll be on the um, copyright page. It'll say edited by, like my book, it does say edited by Nicole Frail. And it also will tell who did the typesetting. And I, I think that's good because, you know, it takes a village. This did, I didn't just do this all by myself. And a lot of people put a lot of time into this book. And they should be recognized for that, you know, including Bats Langley, the illustrator of the book, who did a great job. It's not usual that an author collaborates with the illustrator, but because I had so much material on Jackie and so many pictures that he could use, like, you know, on the cover, there's this beautiful horse statue. Well, I went to the, after she died, her children had a 
an auction at Sotheby's of all her possessions. And there was a catalog, which I got and pictures of her apartment on Fifth Avenue. And this horse is on her piano in the pictures. So, you know, it's little details like that, that I was able to help Fax with, including one day, usually we work through the editor, but one weekend I get a message from him. Do you know what kind of birthday cake Jackie liked? And I said, yes, I do. I have the book Cooking with Madam by Marta Scugan, who was the children's nanny and then cooked for her. And they had lots of pictures and there was pictures of the birthday cake. And actually the birthday cake that you see in here is um, very similar to the one that is in that book that Jackie had. So little things like that. So it does take a village to do a book. Nice. Do you want to ask your last question? What are you working on now? Well, right now I am revising a biography, nonfiction picture book biography. I actually have two uh, that my agent is trying to sell. And I also have been just doing some revisions on a fiction picture book. That's kind of a fun story that I'm hoping will sell. But now your mother has me think about Dolly Madison. And uh, so I'm going to think about Dolly Madison a little bit. So I'm always <laughs> writing something. I also, you know, I write for a local magazine and this is kind of funny. And you're the first people I'm telling this to. Jackie did this inquiring photographer thing where she'd go up to people, ask them a question and take their picture. So I write for a local magazine inside Chappaqua. And I have a new feature that I'm doing with my friend who is a um, graphic artist and where I ask a question and then instead of a photograph, she does a drawing of them. So in each issue, there'll be like four people that we ask a question, like, what do you love about our area in the spring? And then I take care of the question part and then Nava is doing beautiful illustrations of the people. So I'm kind of channeling Jackie Bouvier. Where can listeners find you online? They can go to my website, www.ronnie.diamondstein.com for my website. And I have for kids and teachers on the extras page, there are lots of activities that people, kids can do be an editor like Jackie. This book is really good for writing workshop launch and readers workshop launch. That's on my website. I'm on Facebook, Ronnie Diamondstein. Instagram is my dog who had a column, Maggie May Pup Reporter. And then on X or Twitter, I'm Maggie May 10514. So you can find me. But if you go to my website, it has all those links. Every day I have an interesting quote of the day about writing. So if you want to be inspired about writing, you can go to my website. This was so much fun. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And thank you so much, Chloe. You have great questions and keep up the writing. That's so great. Because I wrote a lot when I was a child and I just never stopped. Just as long as you enjoy it, that's the important thing. Well, keep us posted on things you're up to in the future. And I look forward to reading that book about Dolly Madison. <laughs> now the pressure's on, Tiffany. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to the Children's Literature Podcast. Please subscribe and give the show a rating.
Send comments to letters at childrensliteraturepodcast.com. We're your hosts, T.Q. Townsend and Chloe Townsend. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.